1: series COVID-19 uproar.
2: The player yanked from the game after testing positive.
1: So what does he do? Removing his mask, kissing his wife, posing for the team photo. Then, revolt of the moms.
2: This is America 2020.
1: Mom after mom tossed for refusing to wear masks plus the shag dance contest that turned into a covid-19 super spreader event spread like wildfire and gone in 60 seconds this boutique was completely wiped out and love in the time of bedlam plus frozen hey Trump rally on about a
2: 10-degree evening.
1: The Trump supporters left stranded in the cold after the big rally. Then, why people cheered when her house went up in flames. All because
3: they had a Trump sign on their front lawn.
4: Burn in hell. Just
1: disgusting things. Plus my bodyguard ordinary people hiring personal protection in these extraordinary times
4: With brian armed yes he is
1: and running a mile while nine months pregnant
4: we did not realize that people would be so interested
1: now inside edition with deborah norville
4: Hello, everybody, and
5: thank you for joining us. The Los Angeles Dodgers are World Series champions for the first time in more than 30 years. And health experts hope they're not also champions when it comes to the spread of COVID-19. That's a real concern because one player on the team was confirmed to have the virus while he was on the field. As Lisa Guerrero reports, many are asking if he should have stuck around to celebrate with his teammates
2: your joy as the L.A. Dodgers clinched their first World Series since 1988. But there is backlash today after star third baseman Justin Turner was pulled from the eighth inning after tests came back that he was positive for COVID-19. Yet there he is celebrating on the field. Watch Turner hug everyone inside in the dugout. Then he steps on the field in Arlington, Texas to pose for photos and kiss his wife he also sits for the big team photo. Turner pulls down his mask, sitting next to Dodgers team manager, cancer survivor, Dave Roberts. And all this time, he knows he's positive for the virus. It was only after the game that news broke about the positive test.
1: Breaking news. After the completion of the game tonight, we were informed by Major League Baseball that Justin Turner received a positive COVID test.
2: Major I, I League Baseball says Turner's some test, some taken test. Monday, was inconclusive. When and he was retested Tuesday, it came back positive.
3: We learned during the game that Justin was a positive. He was immediately isolated
2: to spread Turner and his teammates reportedly insisted he returned to the field to celebrate. Reaction is harsh and threatens to tarnish the Dodgers historic victory. USA Today condemns it as a galling breach of protocol. Yahoo Sports calls it selfish. The Dodgers announced that players and staff will undergo new COVID-19 testing. The team says its top priority is making sure they don't spread it to other people. Dr. Oz didn't mince words about Justin Turner.
1: The Major League Baseball season of sacrifice ends with this galling breach of protocol, which means now you've got to quarantine basically all the players he was around. That ruins the celebration that might happen. It's also heartbreaking to me because he sat right next to his manager, Dave Roberts, who's a Hodgkin's lymphoma survivor. And he, by definition, is vulnerable.
2: In L.A., some fans who gathered outside Dodger Stadium were out of control. These guys piled onto the front of a delivery truck. Then some fans broke in and threw out boxes of food. Turner tweeted that he
5: feels great, says he has no symptoms. Meantime, the Dodgers say there will be no official celebration parade until, quote, it's safe to do so. Can the violence that's happening in Philadelphia be attributed to budget issues? Philadelphia police officials say the officers who shot and killed a man having a mental health crisis did not have tasers due to budget issues. Now one man is dead and a number of small businesses have been ruined, including this clothing store where looters cleared the racks in seconds. Les Trent has more.
6: A second night of fury on the streets of Philadelphia. Peaceful protests again turned to utter chaos. Major stores in this neighborhood were looted was the scene at the local Walmart. And this is inside a Dollar Tree. Right over here. A reporter for the Blaze News website says he was attacked as he shot these chaotic scenes. One of them punched me directly right in the lip. I had to go to a hostel, I think, to get stitches. A Chick-fil-A was trashed. And look how quickly this clothing store was stripped. Everything gone in 60 seconds. And this is that shop today. It's called Levanter. Little mom-pop operation. It's been here for about two years. This boutique was completely wiped out. You saw the video. Why take it out on us? Why do we have to be victimized about something that we have no control over? This is what the devastated Walmart looks like. We just heard from one of the security folks that when people started looting this strip mall, that the security was told they had to get out of here for their own safety. I found streets strewn with debris, but everywhere I went today, store owners and Good Samaritans were cleaning up the mess. We
2: just came to volunteer. I understand people being upset about what's going on. I'm upset too, but this is not the way to show that you're upset.
6: The rioting in
1: Philadelphia, you have to stop it. They have to stop it.
6: There is no excuse whatsoever for the looting and the violence. The protests were sparked by the deadly police shooting of 27-year-old Walter Wallace Jr. It's now being revealed that cops had been called to the home three times that day to deal with his mental health crisis. 14 shots were fired by the two officers. neither of whom had tasers due to budget issues, says the police commissioner. The dead man's mother, who witnessed the shooting, is speaking out. His father appealed for calm. I don't condone, no violence,
1: tearing up the city, New York stores
3: all this chaos.
6: And a little joy in the midst of the disturbances. This guy got on bended knee and asked his girlfriend to be his wife.
5: Officials in Philadelphia say a curfew will be in effect from 9 p.m. tonight until 6 a.m. Thursday morning. It was freezing cold in Omaha last night, and President Trump kept his coat and gloves on as he met a crowd of supporters at an outdoor rally. But while the president was whisked away on Air Force One, his supporters were stuck there in the cold thanks to a traffic nightmare, and some of them ended up in the hospital with hypothermia.
7: Die-hard Trump supporters ended up hospitalized after braving frigid temperatures at his rally in Omaha last night.
1: Is there any place you would rather be than a Trump rally on about a 10-degree evening? 10 degrees. It's cold out here, but that's okay.
7: When the president got to the rally, it was 8 p.m. The temperature was 32 degrees and dropping. The crowd of 6,000 had already been waiting several hours for him. Even he felt the cold, despite leather gloves and a winter coat. He said, I won't put on a hat because I'm going to show you how tough we are. That was a tough one. He wrapped up his speech at 9 p.m. and took off on Air Force One, but his supporters were left stranded. They waited in long lines for shuttle buses to take them back to their cars, but the buses were held up in traffic.
3: You've got a lot of elderly there waiting to get picked up, and that's the concern, you're going know, to have people dropping like flies like they have been.
7: 30 people were treated for hypothermia. Seven were hospitalized. In some cases, more than three hours passed before they got to their
1: cars.
3: It's getting very chilly out here for these people. Is there a way we can get them into warm air under shelter? That is a negative. We'll try to get the buses moving, but I don't have any other solutions.
7: With just six days to go, the president spent the night in Las Vegas. Today, he's crisscrossing the nation, holding rallies in Arizona and Florida. Meanwhile, Joe Biden stayed at home in Delaware, where he voted with wife Jill, and slammed the president for last night's debacle in Omaha. Hundreds of people, including older Americans and children, were stranded in sub-zero freezing temperatures for hours. Several folks ended up in the hospital. It's an image that captures President Trump's whole approach to this crisis. He gets his photo op, and then he gets out. He leaves everyone else to suffer the consequence of his failure to make a responsible plan.
5: Turning out of the blazes out west, it's much too early to say just how devastating the latest wildfires in California are. But one family is dealing with a double heartbreak. First, their home burned, and then they faced a rather nasty reaction from some people online. Jim Ray says it has to do with the political banner in their front yard.
3: Imagine the pain of watching your house go up in flames and then having total strangers gloat over your loss this house is destroyed, a casualty of the devil winds that fueled wildfires in Orange County, California this week. The Baileys were devastated when the Blaze took their multi-million dollar dream home, but what happened next totally floored them. If they were expecting sympathy, they got the exact opposite, and it's all because of this Trump 2020 banner proudly displayed on their front lawn. Viewers noticed the sign during news coverage, and some reacted in a way that left the family staggered. Looks like even Mother Nature don't like Trump supporters, goes one crack on social media. This one took glee in the family's pain. Trump supporter. Ha. Couldn't have happened to more deserving people and they just kept coming. Oh yeah, burn in hell. Burn in, hell.
4: Burn in hell. Just disgusting things.
3: Under those circumstances you think
0: people would say this poor family just lost their home it went up in flames and to have somebody
3: or multiple people say you know they deserve it. Um that's not something we can uh, support. The Baileys say they will begin the process of rebuilding their home. And they also plan to keep that Trump banner flying.
5: The Baileys are keeping things in perspective, they say, despite the fact that everybody's safe and healthy is the most important thing to them. We're now seven and a half months since the first shutdowns in this country for coronavirus. And for a growing number of people, that is long enough That frustration was on display at a school board meeting where the discussion about wearing masks was interrupted by a group of
4: moms who weren't.
5: Amber Cagliano has more.
4: Maskless moms in revolt. This is America. In 2020, I'm arrested for sitting in a room. I thought I'm one, they were yanked out of a school board meeting after refusing to wear a face covering. I want to stay for the, meeting. the drama unfolded outside Orlando, where a local mask mandate is in place. No, 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 the moms attended the meeting to make their case that students should not be required to wear masks while on school property. It needs to be an option. If children uh, come from families that want them to be masked, everyone has that right. We're we not asking to take the right away we're asking to be given the right to medical choice police officers escorted seven women out of the meeting but no arrests were made
7: this is outrageous
4: And a fight over masks led to a violent brawl on a Spirit Airlines flight out of Newark, New Jersey. This woman reportedly refused to wear a mask during the flight and police were called after landing in Puerto Rico. Things escalated quickly, cops tased her, saying she provoked the incident by acting in an aggressive, hostile, and defiant behavior. But one eyewitness was quoted as saying the passenger was punched and harassed before she hit anyone. And what does shag dancing have to do with COVID-19? In Myrtle Beach, at least three contestants who participated in a shag dancing contest died from the virus. Twenty others tested positive. Shag dancing is similar to swing dancing. It is particularly popular in South Carolina. At least 200 people attended the unofficial event, which was held in September after the official festival was canceled because of the pandemic.
2: Spread like wildfire, I guess. Lulu Rigsby says
4: she lost two dear friends who attended the festival. They now hadn't attended this, that they would have stayed home? Yes, they'd still be with us.
5: One of the bars hosting the dance event said it was within their legal right to be open. They said they did perform temperature checks at the door. With early voting at a record level, many people are waiting online for hours to cast their ballot. But this 23-year-old medical student went the extra mile. She literally went the extra thousand miles to vote. Stephen Fabian explains.
7: All across America, people are standing in long lines to vote early. 62 million have already voted, many by mail. But when one young woman's absentee ballot didn't arrive, she took drastic action to make sure her voice was heard in this historic election. This election is too important. The stakes are too high for me to be complacent. Kayla Baynal, a first-year medical student at prestigious Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore, took a 7:25 a.m. flight to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where she grew up. Then she took an Uber from the airport to a library in Hollywood 16 miles away. She cast her ballot, took a selfie with an I voted sticker, and then without skipping a beat, she hopped on a plane straight back to Baltimore. The round trip cost $600. She wore a mask and swimming goggles on the flights to stay safe from coronavirus. I looked ridiculous. You seem like the most determined voter ever. Why? Voting is a right that everybody needs to exercise. We should all have a say in our governments.
5: Good example. Kayla's not alone. Nearly half of the registered voters in her county in Florida have already cast their ballots.
1: Next, My Bodyguard. Ordinary people hiring personal protection in these extraordinary times.
5: With Brian armed? Yes,
6: he is. And
1: running a mile while nine months pregnant.
4: We did not realize that. People would be so
1: interested. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back.
5: A recent poll found three quarters of Americans are worried about post-election violence. Pair that with civil unrest, and a lot of people are on edge. And some are going
4: as far as hiring their own bodyguards. Bodyguards are a must for A-list celebrities. Right here, Chrissy, right here, Chrissy. Before the pandemic, Chrissy Teigen had two of them as she carried her daughter Luna in New York City. Kim Kardashian is never seen without them. Even tough guy Bruce Willis never travels without burly protection. But this woman being followed by a bodyguard isn't a celebrity. She's a real estate agent.
6: I think sometimes it's best to have a
4: bodyguard. So why does Brenda Powers need personal protection like a big shot movie star with shootings up 92%? this year in New York City, everyday people hiring security guards is part of a growing trend. Brenda told Inside Edition reporter Allison Hall that her job, Welcome to 25 Columbus Circle. Showing homes to strangers makes her vulnerable. She hires personal protection through an app called Bond. Daron Keller is the CEO.
3: We make it as accessible and affordable as ordering dinner online.
4: The bodyguards come from a range of backgrounds. Many are former Secret Service agents, cops, ex-military, or other security professionals. The cost, $30 for 30 minutes.
7: When you're in New York, you're doing so many things. You're always on the phone, you're having a conversation with someone, you're running. It's a very busy city,
4: and Brian will take care of me. Yeah. And is Brian armed? Yes, he is. Brian asked that we not use his full name. He says he retired after 22 years with the NYPD. Today, he makes sure Brenda is safe as she gets a cup of coffee, goes to the bank, and does her grocery shopping. Do you ever
6: have people who go, whoa, who's that? Somebody with a bodyguard. They must be a celebrity.
3: It does happen. You see people always looking like trying to figure out who the person is. It could be funny at times.
5: We'll be right back.
1: Still to come, running a mile while nine months pregnant.
5: We did not realize that people would be so interested. When it comes to chasing her children, this expectant mom will have
3: no problem. (laughs) Let's go, Kenna. It's the video that has everyone saying, Did she really just do that? Watch as mom-to-be McKenna Myler whips around a track, nine months pregnant, just one week before her due date. We
4: did not realize that people would be so interested in a nine-month pregnant lady running the mile.
3: Her husband, Mike, shot the video and bet her $100 that in her final month of pregnancy, she wouldn't be able to run a mile in under eight minutes. She was like, okay let's do it big push let's go he showed him doing one better clocking her mile time in at five minutes 25 seconds pretty impressive but okay. is it safe nice we work. asked ob-gyn dr lisa masterson
2: she's probably in great physical shape and it has been you know training all along it sounds like so as far as what she's doing um, physically and throughout the pregnancy, it shouldn't be a problem, but sh- you know, she is putting herself at risk in that instance.
3: The risk was worth the reward. Baby girl Kenny Lou, a perfect baby, healthy in every way.
4: The doctors were pretty approving. They just wanted to make sure, you know, that you're hydrating and eating enough, which I was very conscious of. Let's go, Kenna.
5: Wow, when we come back, the perfect crime. Finally today, don't teach your cat to
4: do this. This little kitty is up to no good. First, she clogs the drain with a bottle cap. And then she turns on the water. And look, watch what happens next, a massive flood. Ooh, <laughs> a naughty kitty, <laughs> the
5: cat's owners say they're going to close that bathroom door from now on. Good idea. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed.
5: My mom was amazing.
0: But detectives would soon discover